Hi, I'm Rebecca Rosen, a spiritual medium and best-selling author. Welcome to my podcast, Small, Medium, at Large. Although small in stature, I've been taking on the big and unusual job of talking to the dead for over 20 years. I serve as a messenger for spirit, helping people to connect to their departed loved ones and guides, while also encouraging them to strengthen their own intuition. John Holland is an internationally known psychic medium, spiritual teacher, author, and radio host. His public demonstrations offer audiences a rare glimpse into the fascinating subject of mediumship, which he delivers in his own unique style, passing along messages with clarity, passion, and the utmost integrity. John is the author of the bestsellers Born Knowing, Power of the Soul, Psychic Navigator, Bridging Two Realms, The Mediumship Training Deck, The Psychic Tarot Oracle Deck, The Spirit Messages, The Daily Guidance Oracle Deck, as well as his latest top-selling apps and his numerous signature online workshops. He is also the creator and founder of his latest project, MySoulCommunity.com, an online spiritual community membership. John has served as one of my indirect teachers in the field of mediumship. While he's an amazing psychic medium, he's equally as charming, down-to-earth, and humble in his approach and sharing his gift with us all. So join John and I as we discuss the importance of empowering others and ways to develop and trust your own intuitive guidance and connection. John, I am so excited to be talking to you. I have, I've just always identified with you from the minute I saw you. You know where I first met you was- At one of the you, conferences, right? Yes. And I walked up to you, yes? Yes, in Denver. And then I went to your demonstration and I was blown away. I mean, I, I just really appreciate you and how you show up doing this work. So it's such an honor to have you on the podcast. Oh, I'm honored. Thank you. Of course. Um, so recently we reconnected um, through Gabby Bernstein. We did her round table, which is right. yet to come out. Um, but do you remember we were talking about how it was right at, um, you know, a few months ago when I first started the virtual groups and I'd been doing a few of the smaller groups, but do you remember I was really nervous because I had the few hundred people in this large audience virtual group and you gave me some of the best wisdom and guidance. And I will. (laughs) Well, so some of it was, you're like, just be vulnerable and be real and tell your audience, you know, you don't know how this is going to work. This is new for all of us. Right. Right, So I did that. And everyone was so amazing. They were just so um, willing to work with me and it went really well. Like I was amazed. And some of the feedback we got was people are hungry for answers and They want to know that there's a rhyme and reason to all the chaos going on, that they're not alone. And the feedback we got, because we sent out a survey and most people wrote back saying they loved the readings, but even more, they loved the the Q&A because we would go do a deep dive into topics, right? right? And so what I decided to do for my future groups is incorporate a very short spirit talk and and then go into the alternating Q&A and readings. Okay. And so when I was trying to write this talk, um, you had just sent me like a few days before this amazing mediumship um, training deck of cards, right? right? I loved it. And I had emailed you back saying, thank you so much. Well, so I'm writing this talk and I literally spent like two hours driving myself crazy because apparently I don't understand what it means short and sweet. (laughs) I just don't know where to draw the line. I I just keep going and going. And so I'm like, you know what? Spirit, I give this to you. I have no idea what I'm supposed to talk about. 
I go and I check my email and you had just emailed me 30 seconds before. And you said to me, you know what I love is I love to pull a card from the deck and then give a short talk to my audiences. So that's what I did. Yeah. And it worked. It It did. Yeah. And I love these cards. I use them all the time. I use them a lot of times before my small groups to ask what the group needs to know. Um, so thank you for creating oh. those with the amazing Lauren Rainbow. Right. Yep. No, I mean, the the deck was, I mean, there's 50 tips in connecting to the other side. Um, I think a lot of people thought like it was going to be 50, do this, do this. But there's ones in there about self-care of the medium's body, etiquette, uh, ethics, yes. Uh, you know, and some people, you know, some people loved it and some people were like, said, well, that's not really a technique. It's helping you to be a better medium, to be a better communicator. And you're using them exactly what they're meant for. It is meant for have that talk. And you can even, you you look, you use it as an oracle. You pull one and say, what do they need to hear today? And go for exactly. it. Yeah, so thank you for that. Yeah. Oh, oh, I loved it. And so much of um, what you do, I feel like you and I are in alignment with because we're here to empower and inspire other people to go right. within and trust their own inner guidance and knowing, right. right? And versus, you know, trying to say we have all the answers, which we know is not true. Right. Um, and so you I, you also have the Psychic Tarot app, the, the Psychic Tarot deck that I got <laughs> yes. on my phone. I mm-hmm. use that thing all the time. I love that. And, you know, it's just really, um, it's really fun for me to work with another medium because we, you know, we're doing the same thing, but we all are unique and we do it in our own way. So I'm constantly right. learning from you and um, it's really been wonderful. Well, same here. I mean, and there's no competition and I don't look at no. a competition. I was never that way. That's why I'm so, um, that's why people say you're still approachable. And I'm like, of course I am. I get from the ghetto, from the projects. And, and I look at it this way too. When it comes to this, there's enough dead people for everybody. Oh you know my what gosh, I mean? right? You know, and yes. even though they're dead, okay, but yeah. A hundred percent. I love, see, maybe that's why I love you so much. There's just, there's no competition and it's all your pure channel. We're talking about doing the work, um, you know, authentically bringing forward enough evidence things nobody could know so that people trust that. Um, Something else you and I touched on was it's not, it's mostly not about psychic, you know, fortune telling. It's more importantly, it's about um, tapping into the present or even the past to help people heal that, make peace with it, put it behind them to get them in the present moment. Um, Right. Intuition is the language of the soul. And that's why I say any therapist who can tap into their intuition, like Dr. Judith Orloff, Right. You know, you know, yep. And her book, uh, Second Sight, the first one, she's a psychiatrist and medical doctor, but yet an intuitive. So when someone goes to see her, she can instead of like weeks and weeks of therapy, where did this come from? She can she can kind of and I'm not saying not to go to your doctor or your psychiatrist, but she happens. She's a medical doctor. That's what I love. So she can tap into where is this coming from and she can go there, you know, so I think it's brilliant. Yes. Yes. Um, You know, I've been reading her newest book, The Empath Survival Guide. Survival Guide. Yeah. Because, I mean, we're in these crazy times and, you know, we're we're very sensitive and in tune with energy and it's everywhere. Um, What are you doing these days to manage your energy? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Well, I say this to everybody, too, though. I'm more careful now, but I shut down when I'm supposed to. I, I don't do readings off the cuff. 
And if I didn't, and I'm quite blessed, I live in New Hampshire, so I'm out in the woods, so it's, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I literally walk at least four times a week in a beautiful 30 acre or 300, I think it's 300 acres, this park with a bunch of my friends and their dogs. I yes. look forward to it. It's, it's a priority. I'm out there in nature. Um, not a lot of water because we have not a lot of rain, but it's beautiful. It's in the woods. Rain, uh, whether it's spring, summer, winter, or fall, that's where you'll find me. And someone said to me too, uh, Rebecca, when when one of my friends who all our dogs are getting older, when the dogs leave their body, let's sleep it that way, would you still come here? I said, absolutely, because because it's outdoors and I love the and I love the dogs. So yeah. Right, right. So that's what I do to stay grounded. I, I really I'm the same. Uh, Oh, nature. For me, that's where I find God and ground and clear my energy field, everything. Rebecca, isn't the outside world, um, if you look at it, it's your schoolhouse. And that's one of the cards too. You can go into the woods, look at all that green. Green is what? The heart center. Look at all the the brown. It's grounding. You can literally use your outside world as a, a, and it's free. It's a schoolhouse of learning if you know how to look and use it that way. Yes, absolutely. I agree. So when we were talking with Gabby on um, the roundtable, we were talking about mediumship 101 and something you said to to the group that really stuck with me, and I'd love for you to explain it, was perceive versus receive when we're talking about the difference between a psychic and a medium. Will you explain that? Yep. And um, when you were just talking about empath too, yeah. um, and I also told you, uh, the, it was Gabby so wonderful and the other ladies that were there, um, the price of sensitivity is sensitivity. If you remember that. that, everyone says, um, some students who might go into this, they're like, this, I'm too emotional. Well, welcome to our world. You can't be a, a sensitive unless you are sensitive. So being empathic, learn how to turn it on, turn it off in boundaries. Right. In boundaries. So psychics perceive, mediums receive. And I don't know where I learned that from or who, maybe it was in England or someone else. I, I don't remember, but I looked at it as this way. Um, and people can understand that when, a, when you're going to a psychic, now there is a difference. Every medium is psychic, but not every psychic is a medium. Mm-hmm. If you're a medium, you are using your psychic faculty. Spirit is using your psychic faculties of clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, claircognizance, uh, uh, clairambience, claircognizance, the testing mm-hmm. one. I mean, the taste. Um, so when, but when someone's with a psychic and we need good psychics for, you know, to help people, and I'm not talking about the woo will tell you future per se, because I don't believe, right. I think the future can be set right. in stone. So a psychic is getting energy is they're looking at you, they're with you, whether on the phone or like, I'm looking at you, Rebecca, beautiful you, you look like my <laughs> sister, you look like you could be my sister. Abby. Really? Oh. Yeah. So, um, right. when, uh, my little sister, um, okay. Thank you. When, Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah, as I'm looking at you, um, a, a psychic's going to get the information from your aura, everything, where have you been, how you got here, your present and your potential future. There's colors, right. there's symbols, there's everything. Um, so I'm looking for, I'm getting information from you. And when I'm doing mediumship, I'm leaving you and I'm going to the other side and I've trained myself. Some students need to learn the difference because you want to make sure you're not giving psychic information, except it's pure mediumship. So when I'm doing mediumship, I'm leaving the connection with you. I mean, it's still connected somehow, but I'm getting messages from the other side, from people on the other side. So psychics perceive, mediums receive. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. And, and, you know, and and some people are going to overanalyze and say, well, on, on psychics, um, perceiving what's uh, um, they're receiving information too. Yeah, but they're perceiving what's in front of them. So don't let it confuse you. So that's why I tell people, Rebecca, understand how your right. uh, psychic faculties work. 
That's what I'm a big advocate. Exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, I always say, you know, I can't, if the spirit doesn't show up, I can't give you any information when we're doing mediumship, but we can read anybody on a psychic level, right? Right. Because you're perceiving past, present, future information. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. And I don't know about you, but when you do readings, do you have to kind of separate the two? Like it's hard to blend psychic and mediumship for me. It's like, I, I, we teach, I teach the students, you shouldn't go up and down. I, I try to, um, I want to make sure I'm connecting. I'll, I'll talk to someone, say you're a client. How are you? Da, 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 da. I'll be like, Oh, you got this around you. You got this. Oh, you're, you know, I'll see something. That's just me. Just getting you to be open and be, you know, right. started off. And then usually for me, what happens is some, I always go to spirit first. I go high and then I bring down the energy and in my mind, um, and then I go psychic. I end with psychic. And, uh, but I do know if I'm linking with the dad and he's talking about something, my psychic ability will come in because you have to make sure, these are the people who do this work. You have to make sure if you're giving a client some information they, if it's coming from their dad, they're going to be like, well, and if it doesn't happen, the dad, you're going to say, but my dad, you, you were wrong. My dad said this was going to happen. No, you made him, the medium made a mistake. That was a psychic thing. I trust that psychic information can change, Rebecca. You know, you could tell yes, someone, you're going to meet someone, but they never got off the couch. You know, right. there was this opportunity. You can only see some potential futures for them. Yeah. Exactly. So, but, yep. You have to make sure you know the difference. But some people say, well, isn't it all the same? No, not no. for me. No. no, it's not. You're right. It's, but sometimes I find their departed loved ones are their guides. And in that case, it's a little more credible and um, versus just getting dad's two cents on it. Right. Um, but something else you said that really made me stop and think you said to ask yourself when you get psychic information or mediumship to ask yourself, is this coming to me or from me? Oh, Rebecca, you and right? I should talk more. You know, know. you're remembering this whole conversation. Well, this, don't you learn from different mediums? And, and you know, yeah. I got a lot of education. John Edward, who's a colleague, and I've known him. He's, you know, he's always recommended me. I've been on stage. He's a great guy. Yeah. He's great, too, when it comes to listening to some uh, uh, knowledge, too. But, um, yes, if you, someone's like, is this my mind? Am I making this up? Where is this coming from? It's good to say, is this coming to me or from me? Right. Well, and it's confusing, I think, sometimes because the imagination is the doorway into right receiving the communication process. And so, um, you know, the other thing I've noticed, I don't know about you, but I'm really mindful to um, remove myself, my personal biases, opinions and judgments um, before I work with somebody. So to be as pure of a channel as I can be. Um, sometimes easier said than done, but that's the intention. And I think if the intention's there, that follows. Um, but what I also have noticed, I've, since you told me that little catchy phrase, I ask like, is this coming to me or from me when I'm working with somebody? Like, is this my stuff I'm projecting onto the reading or is this truly Absolutely. spirit coming through me? And so Absolutely. that has helped so much. Yeah, because we're, um, a message can be muddled if it's, if, because it is the medium's mind right? It's coming through the, your, your senses that way in the mind. Um, and if you, like there was a medium who uh, was raised very Catholic, he believed the whole thing about purgatory, you know? And so um, to say to a client, you know, that your child isn't over, the, that they're, they're, in their way, they're, they're in the middle, they're, they're in purgatory, that's their belief. So um, I have to put my beliefs, my emotions, 
everything about my family. And I think I said this on the call, or I said it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. If you have a some, if you had a uh, a relative, a dad, grandfather, mom who was an alcoholic, and then an, and it wasn't a good relationship with that person, um, and then you have a client whose dad was an alcoholic, the medium has to be careful not to put their personal judgment on that right. by saying, "Yeah, he's still drinking," or. Uh, it's like, no, they leave all that. You right. see, so it's the beliefs also. You have to push that aside. Exactly. That aside. But yes, yeah, but you make, you make a good point. And yeah. we have to be in a good space when we read too. We really do. I mean, it's a responsibility. Huge and responsibility. Um, I know you, like myself, I take it really seriously. Do you notice, you know how like we talk about how like, let's say doctors, for example, every doctor's trained in the basics, but then they choose their specialty. So some are... Uh, oncologist or a podiatrist or dentist. Um, Do you find that you have a specialty? Like do certain people gravitate to you for readings? I know for myself, I attract suicides because I personally have a history with my father and my grandmother. And so I've become well-versed in yeah, suicide. I mean, um, I get all, you know what, I'm kind of blessed. I, I just did an event last night with um, Janet Nohavik, and she runs uh, The Journey within Brilliant Medium, always bring people over from, I mean, uh, when she could, but uh, she has two churches. Um, she, I would say she gets a, uh, she gets a lot of, uh, you know, people from around the world when she's here. I just said this on the, uh, I did readings last night. I'm co- we work so differently, Rebecca. Remember, when I I, came, I started to, uh, come out as a medium right when John was coming out, John Edward, right? I used to get his phone calls and people were like, can I book a reading? I'm like, no, I'm not him. Here's his phone number. <laughs> I, I never it. took any of them, you know? Right. So um, I went from doing group one-on-ones to small, to families. And I said to my, my uh, manager at the time, you know, Simon, I want to do groups of 10. Well, that never happened. A, a, a bookstore booked me and up in their attic room where you could do lectures, there was 30. I went from that, from, from one, one-on-ones to family, to 30, to another event where I did 800, to John Edwards in Vegas at 200. Then I got with Hay House, putting me in front of audiences for 12 years in front of 3,000 people. Wow. So I work differently. So that's, how, that's why I get a lot of people. Where Lauren, who you met, right. my colleague who did this, she gets a lot of addicts because she's mm-hmm. in that area of where she lives and she understands it. Some people too, but here's something really, really cool. She never really um, got kids. And it's weird, you know, the spirit can resonate to the medium that can give the best, who has the best mediums toolbox, the database, right? But what happened was, this is really, really cool. She did a double link once. You know, you can, I could stand beside you and you and I, if it's meant to be, you and I can get the same spirit. She worked with someone who was good with kids. Just, it just happened. A child came through, she went on the link, so that energy that was given to both of them. So now she's able to uh, to resonate with kids that have passed. That's so, amazing. I, that, I think it's totally cool. I can't figure it out, but I'm like, it's almost like her chemistry or her it's spiritual body knows what it's like. It's really bizarre. That's incredible. I love yeah. that. Me too. You know, now that I think about it, I work with a ton of kids who have passed. Maybe it's because I have a village in my house <laughs> under my roof. But right. um, yeah, so it's just, it's interesting how spirits, um, you know, sometimes they resonate with different mediums. So sometimes I can't bring through a certain spirit, but I'll say, try another medium. You know, maybe you're departing. We don't have a problem with that, do we, exactly, Rebecca? Anytime no, a medium says, I'm the only one you should go to, and it's, that's the wrong answer. That's Absolutely. the wrong answer. Absolutely. Yeah. 
right? I love, I love that. We're on the same wavelength for sure. Um, so what else? What else do you want to share? Let me ask you this. Have you ever gotten um people some I get this question all the time? People say, does it does anyone never come through? Every once in a while, every once in a while, it's almost like mm-hmm. there's nothing there. There's yeah. I can't, there's nothing there. I can't wing it, no, and there's no sense in pulling on it because it's not there. And I know um every once in a while, and it happens, and it happens for a reason. It happened once. Um, I mean it happened more than once, but one time a woman came and she got nothing and she flew in from California. I'm in new England. Mm, pr- no pressure, nothing. right? <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Um, and I said, I'm so sorry. I said, it doesn't mean they don't love you. It doesn't mean they're not here. It just means for whatever reason, it's not supposed to happen. Now. Six months later, her mom passed. So it's almost like they were preparing her and preparing or holding back or that. I look at them on the other side too. It's like, no, don't go. He's got He's, she's going to need him much more in another year or six right. months. And after she came to see me, um, that's when she told me, or the mother came through. I said, your mother was alive though. The last time you were going to, she said, yes, it was the mother wow. who came through. See, I, so there is, like yeah. Janet says too, there's a, there's an intelligence to the other side. And I'm always fascinated by it, Rebecca, you know, this too. Yeah. If I'm, when something comes through, that's unbelievable. I'm like, Whoa, it's like exactly. I'm watching it happen. And so we'll always stay, I give them the credit, you know, on the other side, yeah. we're, we're just the vessel. And if you can train right. your vessel to be a good right. holder just, of that energy, it's great. But uh, yeah, yeah but, it's coming through us, right? Yeah, It's not us. Has that happened to you where you got nothing? Oh, of course. It's, you know, it's not often because I believe spirit guides you to me when you're ready, whether it's a private reading or a group reading. And right. if you're guided, you're going to get something, whether it's your spirit guides and angels or combination of that and your departed loved ones. But absolutely, I've had it where I can't read somebody and I'm very honest about it. I'm like, I'm not going to make this up or pretend. And then, you know, I'm gladly give them their money back and, you know, apologize. It didn't work, but it wasn't supposed to be, but it's, it's one in a hundred maybe. And so, um, you know, we can't control this. And that's where I give it to God and give it to my guides and ask them to use me if it's in their highest and best good. And if we can't make that connection, the other thing I found is when somebody sends somebody in because they had the best experience and they're excited about it, right? And then that I know exactly what I know exactly where she's going to go with this. (laughs) (laughs) That's where it's like no, 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 no. That they need to come in when they're ready, they're guided, not because someone else wants. You mean the guy shows up? No disrespect, guys. Where they show (laughs) up and says, "My wife says I should just I'm supposed to be here," and yeah. Yeah. And they're not at that place. Everyone's exactly where they're supposed to be. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's also sometimes when I just can't read them because you can't give somebody what they're not ready or open to receive. That's right. So, and that's, you know, so anyway, people too, this, this is what going on one of your podcasts. So you have all kinds of people listening, right? All kinds, all over the board. I love that. I, I feel like I love to keep things very kind of one-on-one um, for people like, and then you get what you need um, from that conversation, but we're all at different places. What I call on the yellow brick road, it's not better or worse. We're just at different levels of awareness or enlightenment. Right. And, right. If, and I would say if people are listening to this right now, they're ready for it. They were drawn to it. Otherwise they would, they wouldn't have even, you know, no, and I think that's, I mean, I think, uh, I think synchronicity, uh, I, I always said there's a number of ways your soul tries to get your attention, dreams, intuition, synchronicity, or wake up calls. Cause you're not listening. But I think that, uh, um, when it comes to people, you don't always have to go to a medium, um, watch for the signs. 
Um, And they may say, Rebecca, uh, me and my mom had a deal. She's supposed to show me a deck of cards. I'm not getting that. Be open to other things because when they go to the other, you might've made a promise to your mom. You both had a promise. I'll show you a deck of cards. I mean, cards can be easy for you. And I, I can get cards because my mom used to love Vegas and, Mm -hmm. you know, gambling, but, um, be open to the other sides that they're trying because you have to remember when they go to the other side, everyone, they have to relearn all this. It's not like they go over and it's like, oh, I have instant access to a medium. Anita Mojani, okay, who toured with Wayne Dyer. She wrote the book, Dying to Be Me. So she, on death's door, goes to the other side and she's the one, Rebecca, you know her, yes? Yes, She was cured of stage four tumors the size of tennis balls. She came back. The father said, if you go back, you have the option to stay. She said when she was on the other side, this is really cool. She could see her family. You hear about this, how they float above the body. She saw her old family in the operating room, but from the other side, she didn't know how to connect to them yet. Do you see what I mean? She couldn't say, because maybe because she still had that cord still connected to her body. I mean, we're talking the etheric cord, everyone. Um, She couldn't. So I know maybe they have to be instructed. It takes them a little time on the other side too, but watch for the other sides. If it's the smells, the flowers, the birds, whatever. And they can change over time. I know personally, my dad started out with dimes and pennies and then it evolved to five other things. But it's never dollars or half dollars. I I know. Come on, dad. $100 bills there. Um, But I was just going to ask you, what would you like to leave listeners with that would empower them to open up and trust their own spirits, you know, connections and guidance? I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to give you what I tell my whole my my community now um, on on my membership. I always say before you, as soon as you now remember every night when you go to bed, someone freaked out about this recently. When you go to bed at night, your body falls asleep, the physical body, but your spirit goes to the other side to regenerate just like the body. And someone's like, you mean we die? No. These people's like, in a sense, yes, but no, you're still connected by that cord. Um, And you, you come back from that beautiful place, that sleep. And what do we do? Most people have a phone beside their bed. I don't, all right? And they reach, their foot hasn't even touched the floor yet. And they're already into their technology. They just scroll Instagram, Facebook, messages. So before you do that, before you do that, I always say, put your hands on your heart. I am soul. One word to start your day, because you know this, Rebecca, how you, the first thought you have in the morning is going to reflect how your day goes. Are you going to say, Oh, damn, another Monday or yes, another Monday. Start off with one word. First, I am soul. Because you're gently coming back. And you could use the word love, peace, forgiveness, abundance. Start that. So instead of going from that beautiful place of sleep and being thrown into technology, into the physical world, because we forget we even have a spirit or soul. So instead of reaching for your outer technology, reach for your inner technology. I love John that. Holland copyright. <laughs> yes, that that is mine. Yeah. John Holland, you have so many catchy phrases. I love it. Yeah. So what is it? Before you reach for your outer technology, reach for your inner technology. technology. Yeah. I love that so much. You know, that goes hand in hand with something I teach. And I always say, you know, right when you wake up, spend those first five minutes and get spiritually dressed for the day. Put that bubble wrap, put that big protective bubble around you, ground yourself, hook up to source. And so we're more or less. Oh, this is your little angel in a dog's body. <laughs> yep. Thank you very much. That's my boy. Oh, sweet. I love that. Um, no, I appreciate that. You are amazing. And so are you. I, just, I really love um, connecting with like-minded souls and especially, you know, colleagues who do the same work, but we all do it in our own way. Yeah. Thank you for doing this and just for being you. 
Yeah. And you know what she said, everyone, what she just said about we all do it in our own way. And a good thing, too, for everyone, if you if you're going into this work and you can, can make the commitment, be yourself, be your own kind of medium, because if you try to emulate someone may see someone on stage, Rebecca, and they try to emulate that or copy it, not not plagiarize, just oh, I like how that I'm going to try that. It may not work. So instead of emulating someone else, if you try to emulate someone else, remember, you're coming in second best to the original. Ah. Uh. Love it. There's another one for There's you. Okay. Go, right. like on a roll. <laughs> okay. There you go. Hey, call like... me again. I'll give you more. <laughs> no, I right. love you. You're really brilliant. Oh, and I, like I you love and, and appreciate you. You're helping a lot of people. And uh, I just like Gabby put us all together for a I'm, reason. For a reason. So yeah. grateful. So grateful. Thank you. All right. We need to do a part two sometime. But until yeah, then, people go to johnholland.com, Rebecca. I don't know when, you know, um, Please. we're going to have and- all your information. Yeah. Um, on the podcast. So we'll make sure people can find you. You have the best resources, um, the decks, the card decks and the books. So, and the, in the membership, uh, site that you just launched. Yeah. Thank you. Right? So yes. very excited for you. All right. Thanks, all the Rebecca. best. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining me for this episode of small medium at large. To register for one of my Rebecca Rosen live online events or virtual small group readings, and to sign up for my newsletter, please visit my website, RebeccaRosen.com. There you will also find additional resources for your spiritual journey, including my self-guided courses, books, and blog videos. You can also follow me on social media by searching at Medium Rebecca Rosen on Facebook and Instagram. As always, wishing you brightest blessings and all love.